I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Oi, the boys and girls on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes the tales can get quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. Oh, let's go! Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking mitts and now it's time to go. Cause it's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. It's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. With Danny, Jimmy, Gregor, Andy, Jimmy, and JC. All we know and all we talk about is booty, booty. It's time to get this party started tonight. You're listening to Footy Prime News and Dubs, your one-stop destination for footy news and dubs. Yeah, that's Amy Walsh. Footy Prime, your almost daily footy fix. Okay, let me go to Prime. I think you guys went pretty heavy on the Prime with the picks this week, though, didn't you? Yeah, but that doesn't shouldn't stop you. Remember, Is we're it, looking for a win. I just mean the good games are probably taken. Well, if you re get on Slack a little quicker, send in <sighs> your picks. <laughs> no. Oh no, here it is, Dubs. FA Women's Super League. Oh, okay. excellent. Arsenal, Man City, Liverpool, Leicester, Spurs, Everton, West Ham, Bristol City. Yeah, Spurs over Everton, please. All right, there you have it. Shall we pick one for Jimmy here? Sure. Give me one. Yeah, pick him a women's one. Okay. I was going to say, um, Jimmy picks Villa over Forest. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Uh, Brighton to play Man U. Um, they don't Tampa even have City. NWSL or whatever? No. Can't find it anywhere. It's just not there. That's, Liverpool, that was Leicester, my original pick. Arsenal, Man City. Ooh. That's good. good. That, yeah, I wouldn't pick anything there. No. Would you How take him Jimmy over um, New York? Brighton, Man United. Brighton are like ma- massive underdogks in that. Man U's well, minus 285. Then let's take Man U, yes. Okay, all right. Let me put that in. All right. Uh, that's that's good, uh, good odds. So, so you're taking Brighton over United? On, in the women, on the women's side. Oh, Really? Is that what we just did? <laughs> that's what we just did. Uh, <laughs> okay. Five- We'll discuss it later in the show when we actually have it all. Five bucks wins us $57. Ooh. Wins are we, where are bag. We? Right, we'll talk about that later, too. Of course, now it's like, not going. Now we're like going $8 through. down. We're actually $20 down right now. Oh, jeez. 
And All that's right. how we're starting news and dubs. Ooh, talking Brighton's about our, three our, our deficit for this year. Yikes. Yeah. Well, Rhonda, Rhonda Brownlee, uh, uh, intrepid, um, most creative person in the, the footy prime family. Uh, in, the footy, in the footy universe. Yeah, it's like pretty, the Marvel universe. The universe. This is the yes, exactly. She has um, uh, a cheaper option for us for Craig's casket. Um, and as polyurethane bags, <laughs> you can get two of them. And she thinks you can fit a cat in there. And <laughs> what else could we get in there? She thinks we can get Craig in there. She's pretty sure. And the cat would be in the bag, not out yeah, of the bag. With, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid, I'm sorry. That's just terrible dubs. I know. But you know what? That's what it's called news and dubs. Mm. We welcome your awful jokes. <laughs> That's right, with open arms. <laughs> well, hi, everyone out there. It's, it's Footy Prime. It's Friday. Craig's here. Wong is here. You just heard dubs. I'm Shams. Um, JC is going to pop up at some point, I'm sure. Jimmy will pop up once he gets the kids back from drop-off or drops kids off and he gets back from drop-off. Yeah, that would not be a successful drop-off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh I God, forgot something. They're still here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, God. Well, now you're just, you're asking for something. I, uh, I was dropping off or picking up the girls at daycare and I forgot I was in a rush and I forgot to close the doors on my Mazda five at the time. So it had those sliding doors. And so I'm driving home and it's only like four blocks. So I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to, I'm trying to minimize my complete departure from good parenting. And then my Six-year-old Chloe at the time says, "Dad, the door is wide open," and she's just like sitting there. Thank God she was caught, like locked in. And I'm and I'm like, "Oh, I guess this is what being a rot- too rushed parent is." And people are like pointing, and she's like, "Hi," waving to people like the queen. <laughs> that that's the that's the dub's move, by the way. Have you like done the, that too? N- not the driving with the door wide open. But, you know, the kids would get to be, even now when they're old enough, the twins are nine. Jack is no excuse because he's just sitting in the front now at 13. But, like, they will not close windows. Like, they will come out, like, the automatic doors in the van and just open it and then leave and then not close it. And then depending where I park, I sometimes don't check both doors. Now only the one door works. But when when the twins were really small and we were going to the arena, I'd have so much shit, you know, and, like, carrying both twins, like, pre them walking and being kind of able to do stuff on their own. And then someone would walk into the arena and be like, um, there's a black van. And I'd have like my purse valuables in there. Be like with that, with the door wide open, I'd be like, Oh Christ, that's me. Yep. Thank you. (laughs) Just like shamefully walk back to the parking lot and just be like, Oh, what's the matter? Well, this was the, this was the thing with divorce was I went from man to man to zone. Right. It was, I like, and so you run out of diapers and you have a six and a three-year-old and you have to pack them up to go over to the drugstore to go get more stuff, the grocery store or whatever. I know. So Were it's they literally still in diapers at six years old? Well, I was in diapers at 60 years old. <laughs> Rick Forrest with the harsh judgment. Yeah. There. No, the three-year-old, you goof. Oh, you're talking yeah. about yourself. I'm sorry. No, no. <laughs> I'm talking about it, but the amount of uh, kind of added angst and added energy when you're not used to that, when you're used to a man-to-man, and then all of a sudden you're in a zone and, like, there's diapers around, and you're like, God almighty, this is... 
this might be a little difficult for the wonger. This is what I talked about myself in the third person. <laughs> you still do it. <laughs> well, my kids said, Dad, we didn't know you had a sense of humor until now. And I said that like two or three years ago. I said, what? They you said, you, I, uh, what I realized was there were things that I was doing to be a little more defensive in life to make sure it was more secure. And one of them was I probably lost some playfulness with my kids, mm. which makes me sad. But then they're like, you're awesome. Don't worry about it. So, but it was one of those things that you don't realize is happening to you when you are going through something like that. Well, you have to be all, all business, right? You get you're all business all the time. Yeah. Very focused. Yep. I, I get it. Yeah. The humorless I just part, can't but... picture. Serious are you, do we want to talk to JP, put him, bring him on and. You announce your divorce. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, it's our anniversary today. Hey, hey how many years? Yeah. And you're going to break up with yeah. them on your anniversary? You are no. That's so mean. Imagine that, that's the preamble to me dropping the bomb. How do you have I've got, I've got two cards for you. I got a happy Sorry. anniversary. Start with this one. <laughs> how many years, Dubs? 16. 16 married. 16 married together, mm -hmm. 23. Yeah. Ooh, 23 years, eh? Wow. Look at you. Yeah. Impressive. Yep. I mean, I can't imagine how anyone could handle you for 23 years. Um, anyway. <laughs> Congratulations, JP. Well done. Well done, JP. You need a fucking medal. Jesus <laughs> Christ. He's got new, new tagline for news and dubs. We <laughs> <laughs> uh, know who needs the medal is uh, Manchester United fans. I mean, <laughs> no, they don't. Fuck them. What we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, they, they had a pretty good run. They had a great run for two decades when they won pretty much everything. But man alive, is it bad right now or what? Eight losses in 15 games. Um, they lost again in the midweek to the, in the Carabao Cup, but still coming off a loss in the derby to put in that performance and get beaten by, by Newcastle, who rolled over them. It's just, just pathetic. That was just the third time in the club's history that United had lost consecutive games at Old Trafford by three goals or more. I mean, my God, it's just not a good scene there right now. Lots of pressure on Eric Ten Hag. Ownership's in flux. So Jim Radcliffe apparently wants to buy in at some point, 25%. I don't know, Craig, I, do, do you see them making a managerial move before that's done, at least? Because he, I he think really wants full football control. Yeah, they're hoping not, I'm sure. They don't want to make another change. But it's just been an absolute revolving door since uh, Alex Ferguson left. So you have to look at the actual upper management and the actual way the club's being run from, from the very top, I think, when you start looking at all these managers that have just gone through and not been able to really fix it. So something bigger at play here, I think. Well, I mean, they spent money, oh, yeah. just not very well. I was yeah. listening to the BBC. They were talking about um, the midfield in particular. And when was the last time they signed a, a top consistent midfielder? And they went back and they think it's Michael Carrick. That was the last time. Wow. wow. That's crazy. That was 2006 from Spurs. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And you think about it, like, who, who has stood out? Listen, Bruno's got his moments, but he's a petulant little kid as well. And, and, and as, as captain. Yeah, you're very inconsistent. Yeah, and you have to go back to what Forrest was saying about 
how they're recruiting, how they're bringing in players, and then also had how Ten Hag is influencing that. Like he wanted Mount, right? He really doubled down hard on Mount and he can't even get into the team most of the time, right? And then mm-hmm. the the focus also has been on Casemiro, like on his form. Is this really where he's headed at, at 31 years old or is this just a little bit of a of a wobble, as you like to say, Charms, right? I think it's more than a wobble. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think he's done. I think that's why Real Madrid got rid of him when they did. They saw the writing on the wall. There's a lot going on behind the scenes. Uh, it sounds like Ratcliffe uh, wanting 25% stake as well as him willing to throw in $300 million for infrastructure. So he's pushing hard to be part of it. There's a lot, a lot of things going on behind the scenes. But I mean, yeah, I mean, listen, whoever takes over, you know, and listen, it's 25% plus that money, like I mentioned there, but they're inheriting a mess. Some of the salaries these players are on is astronomical. That's why they can't get rid of a Harry Maguire or a Anthony Martial. They're an enormous, enormous money and just not getting the job done. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know what the solution is. You, you wonder what Fergie thinks about this, don't you? And, and I do wonder too, if he, he handpicked David Moyes and David Moyes wasn't given that much money and they cut him loose pretty early on. Mm-hmm. I do wonder if, if they kept with David Moyes, who, who would have had Fergie as his, I guess, mentor to a certain degree, whether this would have turned out differently. Because I know they got Louis Van Gaal, I think it was, after Moyes, and he, he did win a couple of trophies, not major, major trophies, but decent trophies. But, you know, going yeah. all the way back, I, I think there's been one mistake made after the other under this ownership group. Yeah, because after that, there's Mourinho and then Solskjaer, right? Yeah, and then Rangnick. <laughs> Rain- yeah. Jesus, like just one after another. Now, when they signed Ten Hag, though, I mean, not too many people said that's a bad hire. He, he did great in, in the Eredivisie. But mm-hmm. you hear him speak, he's not exactly the most inspirational. Is that fair to say? Yeah. He seems defeated. Yeah, he doesn't come across that way, does he? I don't know, I'm sure what he's like behind the scenes, but. Do you think you need charisma to run that type of club? Is it important? I think that I might be think. part of it. Yeah. Go mm-hmm. ahead, Forrest. No, go ahead. I, I think, it, yeah, absolutely. I think you need some sort of character, but we've had them. We've seen them come. <laughs> That's yeah, true, isn't well. it? Mourinho was there after all. Van Hall were there. Hey, no kidding. No kidding. I think it's part of the deal, though. You have to be able to balance that because you know that the scrutiny is going to be greater because of of what you're coming into, what you're walking into in terms of the history and the expectations from both the ownership and the players and the fan base. And I think that Ten Hag was was roundly lauded by everybody for the way that he handled the Ronaldo situation Mm -hmm. and then is just seemed unable to to get the results nor the consistency. So sure they've they've been they've been hit with tons of injuries. I think it's been pretty hard to get a consistent 11, but even when he does have players available, some of his selections are a little bit curious. Um and especially the teams that he's facing, you know, like in the in the back line. Is it how do you say his name? Varan? Varan, yeah. Varan. So he's meant to be one of one of your one of your best fullbacks, right? And then uh, the fullback Varane, back? No, Varane's a centre-back, yeah. Centre-back. So when he's available, and then oftentimes Ten Hag isn't even selecting him, and then the mm-hmm. team can't even get results. And then we well, haven't even started talking about Rashford yet. Yeah, I don't know what's happened there. I mean, that guy, it seems to me he needs a change of scenery. He needs something. 
because he's he's half the player he, he's mm-hmm. shown in the past. Speaking of inconsistent, is it more inconsistent a player than Marcus Rashford right now in the Prem? No. Well, you certainly can't at the moment rely on him. He's just super, super inconsistent. You don't know what you're going to get. It's a shame, really, because he seems to have all the tools. He just doesn't do it on a regular basis. It's a difficult spot. though. It's a tough league to win in at the best of times. And you're trying to find your feet with those expectations that United have. It's pretty tough on them. Well, I mean, they go out this, this offseason and they need centre-back help, right? And they sign Johnny Evans, who I like Johnny Evans, right? Good professional. But Johnny Evans, he, he's he's the solution for Manchester United. He's Jeez, playing beside Harry he? Maguire now. Like he's got to be thirty-five, right? Yeah, I think. I think Lindelof was playing new, left back. They needed a new goalkeeper apparently, and he's had his struggles early on. He's a bit been doing better lately, but Onana has been even when they played well. Then he's thrown one in or or two. Yeah, so. I think it's his kit, Forrest. His shirt's too tight. <laughs> yeah, you saw that story, right? They're all whining about their shirts being too tight and rubbing and the socks. <laughs> it's a yeah. Seinfeld episode. It, it really is. is. Stanza went out and got all cotton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apparently, they're wearing replicas or something because they don't. Yeah, well, so that's tight. what Anana's wearing. Fuck. I think the preference before was it to, to be a little bit bigger, and then. Or no, was was it to be tighter? That's what they requested. And now Onana prefer, prefers it to be a bit bigger. And so he's wearing a replica until they can get him one and get him sorted He should out. try putting his arms on. <laughs> 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 but Craig, how hard is it as goalkeeper to lose your confidence when you have a back line that's shit? Well, I don't think he's too worried about the back line. He's more worried about himself. But it must translate down though, right? If you don't trust those in front of you, oh, yeah. it must affect your confidence as a keeper right yeah yeah especially if you're trying to play a progressive style coming out of the back and mm. if you're not confident with that um obviously being encouraged by the management i did a podcast for ipswich town yesterday talking about how the manager kieran mckenna you know encourages them to play out of the back and a lot of them weren't too sure they were capable to do it at that level and they they've proven that with that encouragement and obviously ability, um, you're able to do that. So if you're not confident amongst your players and the, the players that you're trying to play amongst, is, it does affect it for sure. Did you watch the Ipswich Fulham game this week in the Carabao Cup? I didn't, no. So Fulham, take it, but uh, Luke de Fugerol, Canadian, well, okay, he's English, but he's he's on the Canadian, what are you laughing <laughs> Because of the pronunciation, right? Yeah, you did right very well with it. Well it's done. pretty good, right? Is that right? Fujirola? I was yeah. asking you mm-hmm. Yeah. When I first yes, saw it, I think I mentioned his name a few weeks ago, and I made a point of just butchering it on purpose because I think that's the expectation. If people expect me to fuck it up. <laughs> sure, so, sorry. I looked your friend. How about that? That made you feel better? Good. I'm glad. It sounds face. like a dessert. They're calling him the two figs role. now, though, eh? So, yeah, he's got a nickname. Two figs. He was, uh, yeah. So he was the man, man of the match for Horrible. for Fulham in that, making his debut at centre back. And there's a clip on Twitter uh, when he talks about his nickname. He sounds very English, by the way, mm-hmm. and he's in, on England's radar as well. He's played, I think, uh, youth grade for for England as well, but um, certainly Canada have their eye on him. Which well, is that other Canadian too? Yeah, I don't. His, his dad. Uh, is that is it? Yeah, from Montreal. Okay. Yeah, I looked him no, up. Right. But there's another kid too who's playing for Ross County, who's who got his first got he scored. How uh, the fuck do you know that? I don't know. Yeah, Latoury. Yeah. 
He scored his first, uh, got on the, uh, got, got his first goal. And uh, I saw it and it was, that's how I know it. So is he Canadian? Canadian or is he, uh, Canadian. Oh my God. Is he Canadian? Is you he hear him talk? You know, that full on, oh, that guy's Canadian. You know what? People always confuse Canadians and Americans and you can hear a Canadian accent right away. Yeah. And this kid is like full on. I don't know where he's from. I have to look it up, but. It, well, he's like like rural Canadian, like no, no. But you can tell he's you know he's he's got our accent. So he's the one who's playing for 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 Jimmy's buddy, isn't he? Doesn't Jimmy know somebody in the coaching staff? Oh, maybe. Jimmy knows someone called Ross. <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah. but it's Russ. <laughs> oh, there's Jimmy now. Jimmy is in the house. Yeah. Hey, Jimmy, is your buddy coaching Ross County? Malky Mackay. Oh. Is, uh, is, is, I, is, is, is it Melky McKay at Ross County? Yeah. Is he really? Okay. Move your uh, microphone closer, Jimmy. Yes. Oh, it's not even on. <laughs> it's not Melky McKay was once upon a time really highly rated as a manager, up and coming. Not Maybe he still is. I'm not saying he's not, but he's at Ross County. So What are you saying happened. about Ross County? Well, something happened in his <laughs> career trajectory. <laughs> it's not the English Premier League at one point. Did, he, did Melky McKay... He was in the championship for sure, right, Jimmy? Where was he? Was QPR? Well, Malky, Malky was at QPR, played for Celtic, um, mm. played for West Ham, Norwich, and Watford. Then he got into coaching at Watford with, uh, he was, I think it was Sean Deitch's assistant. That's where it was. It was Watford. And then Deitch left, and then uh, Malky took over there, then went to Cardiff, um, and then he was caretaker of Scotland as well. Okay. And he's just debuted a Canadian kid, apparently. Are you aware of this? Who, which which one? Wonger? Amy was the one who Victor got Latore. it. Victor Latore. Latore. Oh, Latore, yeah. Latore's been there for a while. He's, he didn't. He got his first goal. He, he not just debuted. Sorry. sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Debut goal. I spoke to Malky last year about Latore, and uh, he, he loves him. He thinks he can get to that next level. So this is very, very good. Um, can I make a comment while we were talking about Man U? How how joyful did you see Sharm's face while we were talking about the demise of Man U? He's smiling. <laughs> he's like the he's like the Cheshire Cat. And then I'm wondering because I we talked about this one time. Pretty Charms. great. Yeah, where I think I threw it to you if Liverpool was in fourth or fifth, but it meant. Man, you doing really badly, like getting demoted. No, I don't care. What about would that. you choose? No, no, no. I, I, it's all about my team being successful over even a rival being bad. I'm not at that level of fandom. Okay. The hatred and vitriol it is not even close. I, I look, if I lived over there, it'd be different. I live in Canada, <laughs> for Christ's sakes. Why, why should I have hate in my heart regarding you football think, over there? But you think hate in your heart is determined geographically i think yeah. you have hate in your heart regardless of what well, depends what uh, over what though dubs good point right i've got plenty of hate in my heart plenty i didn't but, mean you specifically i just meant in general if you're going to reach that level of vitriol and hate and hatred it doesn't matter where you are i'm sure it's but, exacerbated or heightened by the fact that you're always around it and but you're it's in your heart in innate in the, i suppose yeah. but I, I don't know when you meet football fans say a massive i know you know, Arsenal fan who who's Canadian who just despises Spurs with all their living being. I don't quite understand it mm. because you live over here. 
like yeah, you're kind of born into so it bitter and anger. Well, can and I give you guys? You grew up nowhere near Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, I know, and I, <laughs> I fully admit it. Exactly. <laughs> can I give you? I a, know, Craig. A, I own I that, you know. <laughs> I'm going to give you a reason. Our, uh, we, uh, one of our Footy Prime listeners, Richard Garrett, who's a friend of Craig's, wrote me on Tuesday after our one soccer show and said. Hey Dan, hope you're hope you are well. As you as you've seen, I'm a good friend of CF. So this message is sent with the relevant amount of banter attitude involved. So just seen the last episode of Footy Prime, great as ever. However, you mentioned cheering for West Ham and not Ipswich. This is unacceptable. Oh. At the beginning of a series two of Footy Prime, I expect you to put this right immediately, even before JC says hello to everyone. Anyway, great show. Well done. And thanks for being a friend to my friend over there. So he went out of his way, Richard, thanks, to tell me that I'm I'm a bit of a prick for even thinking that West Craig, I guess, isn't going to have an issue when when Ipswich and West Ham are both in the prem. So we know who Craig's going to have to cheer on, I think. Uh, It's a lovely problem to have if Ipswich can get back to the Premier League. Man, that would be some some step because a couple of years ago I would say they were closer to the conference than they were ever making it back to the Premier League again. Conference is the third division? So Wrexham just came up from the, the uh-huh. fifth tier. Non-league. Fifth tier? Wow. Yeah. I mean, they were in the third tier and they had a few bad years in there and didn't look like it was going to change until the ownership changed and then it's been brilliant. And then Kieran McKenna has been excellent. He retired when he was 22 from football. It just shows you when you're, you know, love the game and then you want to you want to play, but you can't. But he's only 37. I think he's the second youngest in the league system manager. But he's had 15 years at it. And he, I think he was under 18 at Spurs and United, assistant at United. You know, he's really worked his way up. But talk about a progressive young manager that's doing really well. It's, it's fantastic to see. They've got a nine-point gap on third place sitting in second at the moment behind Leicester. Yeah. 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 There's no doubt you're going up automatically. It's nine points. I know. And, and a game in hand should add. And a game Leicester. in hand. Yeah. 13 wins, yeah. one draw or yeah. one loss. Wow. Then they got Rooney next in Birmingham. Let's just get through the Christmas period first. Then. And yeah, that, yeah I got exactly. that fair enough. I know. We've seen I that hear you. Still yeah. nine and a game in hand, quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Oh, it's a dream. It really is. What was the point? And, and they're, they're kind of in that position too with that Carabao Cup, the League Cup. Um, is Le- League Cup and nice Carabao Cup the same, Craig? Yeah. Like you, you, okay. Not to be confused with League Cup. Yeah, Carabao is just the. Not to be. Oh, are you serious? Well, that's Not North be- America. Oh, okay. Yeah. League Cup. So that's the 92 professional clubs. And then the FA Cup encompasses everybody uh which i believe is 732 teams or something like that um you have to play about 10 rounds before you ever got to it but the fa cup which i've known forever anybody in the top flight but it's a it's an amazing yeah the fa cup is famous is the carabao cup league cup famous too yeah it is the fa cup's a big one Mm -hmm. because everybody's involved yeah that's like I mentioned that your, your local, your local club, like pub team, pretty much start all that. That's where it yeah. starts and it works. It's all all the way. So up. the six of us, if we were playing in our in our club team, our pub team, 
we could be playing in the FA Cup. If we were sanctioned by the FA. Right. Yeah. 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 It would be the same. I, you think how amazing it would be if that was the case in North America with the Stanley Cup, that everybody gets a crack at it. You know, all 800 hockey teams, you're all playing for the Stanley Cup. Yeah, you're never going to get near the, the big fish, but you might on one one off. And you, oh, if it was one-off games and you're playing in some local rink in Sault Ste. Marie and the ice has got an inch of snow on it, <laughs> a bit of a leveler, that's kind of what you're dealing with in the <laughs> FA Cup. <sometimes>. Exactly. <laughs> the wind blowing through the arena. Oh, yeah, it's ugly. Yeah. Yeah, the League Cup used to be called, when I grew up, called the Milk Cup. Numerous sponsors over the years, like Rumbelows, Worthington, Carling, but the Milk Cup, maybe it's because I was a kid and because Liverpool kept winning it. I just love that tournament. Coca-Cola, I think. Coca-Cola, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But now you see more rotation in that tournament, Wonga, than any other English tournament. Although some pretty strong teams made the field this this past week. And what do you mean by, sorry, Sharms, rotation? What do you mean by that? Like you you rotate uh, the squad. So oh, you, rest, I see. you rest a lot of players, your, your starters. So that's mm-hmm. kind of the, if you were going to rank things, it's like, it's below FA, correct? It's third. It's domestic third. Cups. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right below the Champions League, right? Like, you yeah. don't. <laughs> oh yeah, just below there. Exactly. <laughs> By the way, are you it this MLS playoff structure? It, I mean, I still I don't talking get it. about it um before the season and I think we all said this is really stupid. And now having a, a scene how it's transpiring, it's fucking stupid. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Best of 3 first round. I mean, come on. They they can't repeat this dubs, can they next year? Surely. No one's watching it. No, exactly. And we saw, we talked about it last pod. Like, I mean, you, you go to places where they're usually selling out. Fans are interested league wide. Everybody's paying attention. Nobody's fucking paying attention. You just have to tune into the third game. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's a disaster. No. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you get blown out, right? Nope. No aggregate. You, you go straight to penalties. If it's after 90, it's drawn and it's, yeah, no, no. away goals, no aggregate, just yep. first two games wins. And then talk about a league. Don Garber, for as much as he gets criticized, he's got this North American or this American decision day thing figured out. Because every single year it comes down to the wire, Eastern Conference, Western Conference. So many teams are still in it. And I know Forrest is why you fucking hate it, that anybody kind of has a shot. But that's part of the appeal, right? To bring in the eyeballs, to, to create that narrative that your team could still potentially be in it. And then you decide, okay, who's made the playoffs? You have that single game elimination as the the play-in that's new this year. I don't have a problem with that. Um, And then all of that momentum, all of that excitement dies with the best two out of three. So fucking stupid. Yeah, (laughs) It is. I agree with that. If you're going to do it, home home and away in aggregation. Yep. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Yeah. Home and away aggregation. Tried and tested then both teams mean something. Because if you get blown out of the water 5-0 first match, it's like, oh, well, who cares? Yep. Well, and, and, and traditionally, it's MLS playoffs are great. Means something. What's that? Traditionally, MLS playoffs are great. Mm-hmm. It wasn't broken, I don't think. No. Yeah, you would always, whenever we talked about MLS, you always said you love that part of it, is that it's one and done, into the playoffs. Yeah, there's a lot of teams that make it. But Charms, you were always a big proponent of it. We was backing you up. 
yeah, me or Craig more than me though. Craig every year would be like, he'd be like riveted to the the theater of the playoffs. <laughs> he was though. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H E L P. I'm right, Craig. Am I, am I, I right? About that, Charms. No, I swear to God. You were with Craig. you until you said that. I know. You went, you went in a little strong with Ruby. He's quite formidable, and now he's just yeah. sinking down. Can we let Craig speak on this? Fucking hell, shut no, up, everyone. He's not allowed. Craig, am I right? I'm right. I'm not. <laughs> I wasn't fucking riveted. <laughs> riveted. All right, I'm going to find a copy. I mean, I won't, I won't do this, but uh, I should find a... He was a, paying a, attention. JC, can you start searching this time last year? Yeah, I'm on it. Hey, JC's here, by the way. Hi, JC. Um, I, I couldn't figure person. out how to get in. I couldn't That's figure out how said. to get in. That's a yeah. I know. Uh, but I am in. That's what she also said. I, I swear, this time last year, Craig was into those playoffs. <laughs> you were. You were like balls deep. <laughs> Ball deep. <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy. <laughs> Got to be specific, Charms. Sorry, yeah, looking out for Sorry. me. Anyway, I'm just saying. It, I, I didn't think it was broken. I think we can all agree on that. How excited we were that could be debated. But um, yeah, I don't know what they're doing. I really don't. This is a bad mistake. We saw the CPL try something weird this year, and it seemed to really work. Worked um, well. Jimmy has you know, things to say about it. I like uh, it. Yeah. MLS need to reverse this quickly. Mm. Mm. Uh, you guys watch uh, any of the Ballon d'Or ceremony on Monday? I mean, speaking of things that aren't that important, um, <laughs> no surprise that, that Messi won it. Um, and Bon Matty uh, won it on the women's side. Jude Bellingham got the young player. And uh, I mean, we, we mention him every week because he's scoring goals every week, 10 and 10 for Real Madrid in the league, three and three in the Champions League dubs. Um, is he the best player in the world right now? Did I mention that last week? I may have said something stupid like two that. Two weeks ago. Well, two weeks ago, was it? Yeah. yeah well, two weeks said, later. Don't get ahead of yourself. Right. Well, two <laughs> weeks later, am I am I equal to myself now? <laughs> am I still ahead of myself or am I am I catching up with myself? I'm the best young player in the world. Well, yeah. You got that. Okay. okay. But right now, in current form, if, you, if you're starting a team at the moment, like you've got a draft, you're starting a brand new team right now on current form this season. Forget, you know, longevity. Um, who are you picking first? Holland. Ellen. Yeah. Not Mbappe? No. You guys are crazy. You a guy that will get 14 touches per game over Mbappe? Yeah. That will score 50 goals a season? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who wins it next year, by the way? 
Who wins the Ballon d'Or next year? Bellingham does, because he's the best player in the world. Yeah. Ballon can't really do much more. Sharms? Right now, in current form this season, Jude Bellingham. That'd be your first pick. Yeah. And then you're going to build your team around him. Yeah. Rather than than a one-dimensional striker. That's going to win you games. <laughs> Look at his face. There's <laughs> nothing against Holland. He's he really good. He's just the pot. Holland's really good, right? And Bappe is is probably, you know, forget current form. Overall, I, I don't know how you can debate. He's not the best player in the world. I don't know how you do that. You think he's the more but, complete player? Yeah. Has more effect on the game. Who? And Mbappe. And look at this goal scoring record. It's pretty damn good as well. It's not far off Haaland. Now it's playing in France. Turn off your problem. fucking phone, whoever that is. Please. We don't Jimmy, wonder who it is. Who you think it look is? We know exactly who it is. Fucking Jesus Jimmy. Christ. <laughs> it's sitting on the microphone. On volume 72. <laughs> right? He puts it up while he's holding it up to the <laughs> yeah, microphone. He's balls deep in his phone volume. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually sitting on it every time it vibrates. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. So you start Lovely. your morning. Okay, but listen, wouldn't you rather have a player that dictates play? Like an Mbappe or or a Bellingham, than than a guy that is you know incredible in front of goal. I know Holland is, but still actually a little bit raw. He misses a lot as well. But wouldn't you rather have that guy who can play? I mean, Mbappe is a wide player, but he can play centrally. But Bellingham, obviously, in that midfield, something you can really build around. What are you trying to do? You're trying to stir the shit. Well, Alan scored fifty plus goals, and you just said he's not even the finished product yet. So he's not. He's really good. Wait till he is. I'm not saying he's years ago. I said right, Craig. I said right now. I said right now. We're still taking Holland. Yeah. I think you're just ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) I really do. This blows my mind. Then who's your striker? Who would you go after? Well, what, with pick number two? Yeah. (laughs) So, um, well, okay. So I'm I'm drafting my team. I'm going Bellingham first right now, then Mbappe, who can play wide or centrally. Then I'm probably going Haaland, gives nice, nice options. I, mean, I, I see your argument, Sharms, more if you're just picking one player. But you're picking a player to, to build around. Then you can go and you can shore it up and players that are going to link up with them and somebody's going to drive your midfield. And you, I mean, why not pick the best goal scorer in the world? But Pep didn't build around Haaland. He, he had that team already. And then he sprinkled in a Haaland, a little luxury in there to score the goals. Having already won the championship without a striker, you can do it without Haaland. Yeah, you know, look at him now. I mean, he's not going to take Holland when he's seventeen and put him in as a striker, is he? He's got to develop. And then, how old was he when he bought him? 20? 20, 21, around there. Twenty. Yeah, so there you go. 20. Again, this is not me criticizing Erling Haaland. I'm just saying. What do you build your team around? And right now, who are you picking? And you guys have decided Haaland. I get that. It's wrong. That, but I get okay, it. At the end of the day, football, <laughs> the objective is to put the ball in the fucking net. <laughs> Someone's got to get him the ball, Jimmy. Someone's got to get him the ball. He's not going to beat guys one on one. That's not what he does. Uh, well, he does. He does. Everything. I think he does. Too. Not really. Not really. Oh, my God. He doesn't. That's not what he is. Am I in a dream right now? <laughs> you're going to put Haaland above Kylian Mbappe one on one with someone are you honestly going to do that it's it's you an annoying possibly. dream Jimmy it's an annoying dream no, spell dream. me out here one on one 
Mbappe with a defender. She, Mbappe she's doing some research. How many goals goes in Mbappe get last year? I'm texting from my hit that I won't be able to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks for being engaged. Yes. <laughs> oh man. Okay. I'm. I'm. Listen, Holland again. He, he's a guy that is a fantastic finisher. He's a guy that at the moment isn't as involved as as Peppered like, right? 90 minutes worth. Now he's still going to pop up with two goals by the end of it. Incredible. Brilliant. World-class. So, Best number nine what, in the that's world. That's what you want him for, though. Yeah, but I want like, other players as well. Get him the ball. He needs service. He needs service. Does he not? No. As a striker, you, you have a unique ability to put the ball in the net in those crucial moments. I will take you 10 times out of 10. Oh, what do you guys because know about you, this anyway? No, because you, <laughs> you can disappear. You lull that back line to sleep. You're playing off shoulders. The fans will complain about you. Your teammates might even be like, what the fuck's going on with this guy or girl? And then all of a sudden, they've got two before the end of the game. Abby Wambach was like that. Some of the best strikers that I've played against in my career were like that. And those are the ones that you love to have on your team. And so I'm not saying that I I don't care if you you vanish for 88 of the 90 minutes. But if in those moments when we need you to put the ball in the back of the net, you can consistently deliver, I will take that. You guys have seen Mbappe play, right? <laughs> you're just not letting this go. No, I mean, I think you're really dismissing this guy, probably because he plays in France. I'm not dismissing him. It's like he does one that as well. He does all that and more. I think attitude-wise, too, I take Haaland. I think you're going to have you have no problem with him. No, but he's going to fall off. A, he's falling off a clip soon. I'm telling you. <laughs> remember, you remember what I clip? clip. I said cliff, <laughs> but I think it came out as clip. Uh, he's he's falling off a cliff. He's gonna start being big time Charlie. The the partying. He's already big time Charlie. Yeah, but it's yeah he it's is. I don't think he's a partier though. I don't think he's a partier though. I think he's pretty focused. No, it's it's gonna player. happen I, soon. Did you see uh, Holland <laughs> talking to uh, Thierry Henry in our post match? Was it this week or was yeah. it an old one? I saw a clip on, on Twitter. No, that's a, that was an old one. Was an old one, was it? But still, he's asking tips from Thierry Henry. I mean, I love that. This guy doesn't drink. He is the consummate professional. I think Mbappe gets a bit of a bad rap because he has he is a bit of a big time Charlie. Let's not kid ourselves. Mm-hmm. He's spoiled. Maybe he thinks he's got it all figured out as well. Yeah, a big time well, Charles. Charles. Two hundred ninety-four goals in four hundred five <laughs> games. It's pretty big decent. time Charles. <laughs> big time Charles. <laughs> mm. He's well, not playing I mean, in a league is tough course, either. No, no, you're right. I agree. It's a much easier league than than Harlem. Mm. But I'm pretty sure you put Mbappe in the Premier League. He's pretty good. I think he's scoring. Look at his record in the Champions League. It's ridiculous. Can we go back to the Ballon d'Or ceremony yes. for a second before we move on? So you do whatever you the, want, Dubs. The, the women's game, again, treated with contempt and, and uh, no, dis- or no regard for it. It's an afterthought. So you put it in the middle of a women's international window. Half the players who are nominated can, can only show up. The presenters don't really know who they are. Like at the beginning, that performer high-fiving Mbappe and Holland basically ignores the row of, of women with, with Bon Mati and Paraluelo and everybody else who's nominated. And then you get Novak Djokovic presenting Etana Bonmati with the Ballon d'Or, a guy who has advocated against equal pay. It's almost as if they do no research at all, or they do the research and they just say, you know, fuck it, let's just do it anyway. Let's just twist the knife. And then that's just on top of FIFA announcing the Men's World Cup two from now until 2034, 
we still don't fucking know when the next Women's World Cup is. And it's in 2027. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. It's Saudi Arabia. If, if they want it, they'll probably get it, which is, in, well, a little silly, to say the very least. But yeah, you Just know, you're right. The Saudi Arabia announcement, I mean, holy crap, that stinks, doesn't it? No, we've no, got to no start changing things, though, Sherms. We have to change things in Saudi Arabia. Footy Prime is not going to say anything negative about Saudi Arabia. We're going to say they deserve the 2034 World Cup. We're going to be in our 70s by then. At least you guys Are we be. really? Did we do the numbers? Did we do well, the numbers? I'm going to be in my early 60s. You guys will be Jesus. close to 70. Oh, fuck. So we're not going to. It doesn't matter. We're done. I think Bonesaw still hurt at that age, no? Yeah, but they go through a lot easier. Yeah, so I'm not concerned about it actually. By then, by then, Amy will be able to drive, she'll be able to rent a car in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah, she'll be able to rent a car, she'll drive us around. She'll be our chauffeur for three weeks. (laughs) The sheik's doing a great job changing things there, dubs. Yep. Jesus Christ. I get I get your anger and frustration. It's very well placed. It's insane that they haven't announced yet for 2027 the Women's World Cup. Like, what are you waiting for? Is there an inside track of a country? Do they know yet? Yeah, well, there's the U.S., Mexico. There's South Africa. Right. There's yep. Brazil. And actually, the Women's World Cup has never been to South America or to Africa. Well, they have the empty stadiums from the... Yeah, that's right. And then they have the uh, Germany, Belgium, and Netherlands joint European bid as well. Okay. Yeah. So do you know, have they said what the weight is, what the holdup is? I don't know. Huh? Yeah. All those bids are in? Are they? It's it's the uteruses and and the boobs. They're getting in That's the way the of the decision. Yeah, they always get in the way, don't they? The fallopian tubes. Mm. Go with your gut. Go with your <laughs> ovaries. Actually, <laughs> speaking of women's parts, I watched Barbie last night with my twins, and and I don't want I don't want to ruin it, but the end, Barbie's in the real world, and you think she's going for a big interview, um, and she's just going to see the gynecologist, and then. My nine-year-old son Campbell called it the vaginacologist. <laughs> very good. <laughs> make it a lot, was lot more easier, right, to understand. And let's let's not kid around. What exactly what is happening here? There's more parts than just the vagina, Sharms. That's the one that counts, though. <laughs> that's, the, that's the important one. That's, that's the Champions League of the uh, women's. That, that's you having tunnel vision. Yeah. It's kind of like yeah. Sharms is kind of like building your team. Isn't it? <laughs> What's that? It's kind What's of like that, Jimmy? building your team. Yeah, it is. What do you start with? Do you start with the <laughs> who, who's Holland, who's Mbappe? Well, let's d- discuss the body parts here, and then you just fill in the rest. No. You need a good pairing at the back. Yeah. <laughs> I always start comes- with the labia majora. Yeah. I go with twin strikers. Give it good lip service. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Friday morning, labia majora. Um, lip service. Who's the, who's the right back? What's the right back? What's that going to be? That's the labia the, the menora. Clitoris <laughs> is the goalie. Because oh, the right back was the last yeah. guy. The, the last, it's a back the, the three. <laughs> the back three, right there. Exactly. Close <laughs> <was> the curtains. 
<laughs> depends on the generation of players, I think. <laughs> the curtains. <laughs> I I want to just thank Dubs for being on our show for letting us go down here. We could not do that without go. her. We always wanted to, but we couldn't. Oh, so good! Thank you, Dubs. Thank you. You're welcome. It's like, it's like Asian jokes with Wonger. Yes. It's like, oh, yes. thank Christ, we can use those. Thank now. Christ, we get to talk about those people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said that and not Sharks. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, I'll leave it all to Wonger. Yeah. Takes care of it for us. <laughs> um, oh, I, I just saw popped up as uh, rumors that Luis Suarez has signed a deal with Miami. It just popped up. I sent it to you. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I want some. I want. I so I thank you, Wonger. Thank I got the Wonger Ross County. Yeah, I know. You got, got Ross County's uh, Canadian boy. And, you got and I sent the Man U stats yesterday because I was uh, reading about Man U. How Miami might want to get a defender. Oh. Might be an idea. Jesus Christ. Jesus, that's Eddie. a rickety old front line, isn't it? Oh, yeah. He'll probably score a shitload of goals, though, in a year. Oh, but, yeah. Well, if he's got anything left in the tank, he'll fill the net. Mm-hmm. Of course, you've got to get a striker, right, boys? You've got to, you know, it's so important. <laughs> well, they need somebody sense. else when Messi's not playing half the games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, can they balance it off? Um, should we get to some uh, some footy picks? Are you ready? DJ I don't know. It's like it's <laughs> the best robot I got. <laughs> um, okay, let me sign into my account here. <clears throat> I've got a frog in my throat. Jimmy, mm. we did choose for you because you weren't on early. So uh Charms put it in put in a pick for you. What are you talking about? I already because we couldn't yeah, we uh, we couldn't find your pick. Did you- it wasn't available. Okay, then, to our parlays. All right, so our supporters group <laughs> put a parlay in here. Um, it's not a bad one, actually. Uh, they, they picked Villa over Chelsea. This is in the... Uh, Ooh, I like that one. Yeah. Yeah, this is in the women's uh, Super League. They have uh, Palace over Burnley in the Prem and Wrexham over Mansfield. So those three combined pay plus 1,005, so five bucks will win $55.25 towards Craig's casket or oh, polyurethane bags. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we've got we've got something, though. The polyurethane bags are are at least going to cover them up, so the smell won't be horrible yet. But they are clear, though, which is well, disconcerting. A little saran wrap. Yeah. What will we do, That'll though? Be it won't be a little, it'll be a shitload. Would we just dress them up in Puma? We put them in, like... Old yep. goalkeeper kit, put his gloves on. The gloves on for sure. Yeah, I think we don't so. want to see those skeletal hands. That's kind of disturbing. Yeah. Um, but I think it's got to be Puma, though. Yeah. And when they dig me up under a parking lot in a thousand years from now, they'll be wondering, what the fuck is this guy got gloves on for? <laughs> <laughs> someone someone told cold. me, what's the difference between uh, a grave robber and an archaeologist? About 500 years. <laughs> <laughs> 
That <laughs> <laughs> we just got our promo for the show right there. <laughs> Dad joke. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, our parlay, <laughs> six of the best. Okay, uh, we have Man City over Bournemouth. Who was that? That was JC. Right. I think it's a good pick. C. I think it's a safe one. Minus 909, that pays. So I think you're pretty good there. It's at Man City. We have um, Brighton over Everton. Brighton that's, on the road. That's mine. And I, you know it's what? Here's, Everton's playing well. I know they are, but there's, I, I do like Brighton. I just, I, I, that jump in their step. Uh, <laughs> they're great. <laughs> what? They're great. They're yeah. six games. I know, but they're, they're, they're fun to watch. They always have the, them and the uh, Wolverhampton. I like those two teams, watching those two teams. Okay. Based and Brentford, of course, because that's my favorite. Whoever you like. Yes, we know that. Uh, but Everton are playing a lot better these days. Um, Liverpool over Luton. That was Craig. Craig, you're on a podcast. Putting your hand up doesn't help. Mm. <laughs> Do you want to validate that pick anyway? Pretty straightforward, what? isn't it, really? Did you want to Can describe it? anything about it? About Luton being crap? Yeah, but the manager's <laughs> hot. Oh, yeah, the manager's good-looking guy. Mm-hmm. Actually, they're, they're actually showing some real fight at the moment as well. But they're going to be smashed by Liverpool. Yeah, it's a good pick. Yeah. Um, that's why it's minus 400 for Liverpool on the road. Um, I, I picked, I went to USL, our boy Danny Decchio's Sacramento Republic against Phoenix Rising in the USL semifinals. Nice. Now, does pay minus one nineteen, so a bit of a bit of a gamble there. But uh, come on, each come on through. Spurs beating Everton. That's me. That was you, Dubs. Okay, yeah, right. women's super league. Women's super league. Yeah. Yep. Tottenham's on a good run of form. They lost their last game, but they're sitting third in the table, and um, I think that's. Basically, I don't want to say it's a lock because I'm probably going to fuck the parlay again. But Everton's sitting 10th. So, I mean, early days yet, but I think uh, I think Tottenham's really humming along this year. And Jimmy, you picked uh, Man United to beat Brighton in the Women's Super League. If you'd like to break that one down for us. Well, I just think they're, they're in form at the moment, playing really, really well in some decent football, better than what the men are playing. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely right. Absolutely right. So, uh, yeah, all that pays us uh, plus ten fifty. So $5 pays $57.50. We have to get a win here. We do. The, the supporters came through last week. They'll probably nice. come through again this week. They're better than we are, aren't they? Right. Yes. Although six is tough, but we're just going for the big the big prize, aren't we? We're just blinded by the money. <laughs> but how about our, our there's our supporters club i think it was it was either carrie or or the admin for the supporters club who knows who that is um talking about who would play us in a in a footy prime movie did you guys mm, see that so that I was going it. on at the same time as Rhonda was doing <laughs> the great mock-ups with all of us as mobsters which is it's hilarious amazing. yeah it's been retweeted numerous times i think so check out footy primes uh, socials and ours it's it's just so well done and it Dave is. Starkey also threw out uh, who would be voted off first in Survivor. So <laughs> I, I want to see who can light a fire in, on a beach. That would be my first thing. 
But that's how the whole Rhonda mobster thing oh, right. came about because Rhonda said that it would be Jimmy Stye. And then I said that should be his mobster name. And then Charm said it should be Jimmy this Stye. And then Jim- it all just evolved from there. It was amazing. That's actually it's a good one. Lilacs. What's that? AKA Lilac. Yeah. Lilac. Yeah. yeah. Those photos look so good. Which one did you enjoy the most out of all those pictures? I got to say. <laughs> Jimmy, uh, Jimmy, uh, one that's looked more the most natural. It, looked, it was so well done. It yeah. actually could have been. I him. actually thought yours did. I was gonna say. You think so? Charm. Oh my god! It, it was really like I was the pie man. So was yeah, the pie. Well. I looked. I looked hot. I had suspenders. Yeah, that. Like, yeah, but your like body was built like your neck was like a, a weird angle, <laughs> like know. some yeah. horror movie. I had like a torticollis thing <laughs> happening. Like you can like but... crawl up the stairs backwards. Your joints bent in the wrong way. Yeah, <laughs> like, like Craig would be when you cram him into the bag. Yeah, yeah, I think I had a nice rack too, so I enjoyed that. <laughs> I think anyone who's photoshopping me just make me a bit bustier. Thank you. <laughs> actually, you know, I, I think J- J- JC's actually was great. The screaming yeah. with the tummy <laughs> yeah. gun. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> they were all great. Yeah, it was fun. It was good. Um, and what else were we talking about there again? Uh, so Rhonda did that. Oh yeah, actors. Who was? Did we? Just, did they decide? Oh, who was the actors, who? right? Did we, is that ever finished? No, but I have to say, our friend, our friend Jeff Nesker, I got like Aquafina. I got some really racist. <laughs> Aquafina, yeah, Aquafina. She's uh, she's an Asian American actor. Uh, so I got that. Um, racist, but yeah, super racist. Thanks, everybody. Didn't Nesker have a good show. Yeah, Nesker said Benicio del Toro, and I went, oh, when he looks like shit, he looks like me. Benicio del like Toro, an ugly like Benicio. Shit. And the uh, ugly Benicio looks like a disheveled wonger. There, we're right in there, like so, drag, drug addled Benicio. Yeah, or like you know, just been shot in the face in Sicario Two, stuff like that. <laughs> Day of the Soldado, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. What Amy, you got a you oh, got yeah. a good shout. Lars, I was like, wow. I googled Jeez. her, and like, there's a definite similarity there. Oh my goodness! Keep talking. Keep telling Except me. Except I want to have sex with one of them. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you, just, you just wrecked it yeah that was, yeah that was the point but yeah but between that and then one of the guys one of the technical guys on site for the women's national team game in halifax said that i looked a little bit like isla fisher i was like pardon oh i was like you have just sure. made my day good sir i'm married so to uh sasha barracon redhead from uh wedding crashers yeah oh yeah yeah, I'm just trying to think of any ginger right now. Let's see who it would be. Carrot No, not ginger. Huh? No, you're 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 trending that way right now. I think he was legally blind, <laughs> but trending. I appreciated the compliment nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well uh, that's about it. Um, because you can watch all your Premier League football on FuboTV.com. Lay your bets on TonyBet.ca. Don't follow us, but you could follow the supporters groups. Uh, anything else you want to touch on very yeah. quickly before we say Craig, yes? what was the what was the podcast you were on? Oh, yeah. Give that another shout. Yeah, it's uh, called uh, Life's a Pitch, Ipswich Town podcast with Terry Butcher and Russell Osmond. Terry Russell Butcher's Osmond on it? The, Terry Butcher was, yeah, yeah. Oh, can we get him on the show? For sure. I, well, oh, I think I could. Yeah, yeah. Legend. Yeah, absolute legends. Like, I was, I've never been so nervous doing a podcast before. Like, 
Amazing. You're Russell Osmond. Forrest. You don't need to be nervous. Come on. <laughs> I was nervous. Yeah. You're Russell Osmond signed Jimmy. So it's a small football world story oh, that he signed Jimmy at, at Bristol. Where Bristol, Bristol, Bristol. Yeah, he's my first first manager, Russell Osmond. He said it okay, was. Okay, we need to get him regret. on the show as well. <laughs> oh yeah. Russell Osmond, he was a chick magnet. Oh man. Unbelievable. Is that oh what you yeah. Said? Handsome man, handsome man. Really? Yeah. 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 But it was fun. It was great. We told, uh, we talked about some Fergie stories and Yallop getting hammered by Bobby Ferguson, the manager. And yeah, it was, did you it was get, a lot did, of fun. Did you get to do your impression? I did a few. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. We're have do they have impressions too? Do they have Bobby Ferguson impressions? Does Terry Butcher have a Bobby Ferguson impression? Was he there? He wasn't there, was he? Bobby, Bobby Ferguson's Ferguson. dead. No, I know, but no, no, no. It was Terry Butcher. <laughs> it was Terry Butcher. <laughs> you fucking Jimmy. No, no, was was Terry Butcher at? He wasn't at Ipswich, was he? When Bobby Ferguson was there? Oh yeah, he was. Okay. Oh yeah. Did Terry have an impersonation of Bobby Ferguson too? Yeah, and he was like, you know what, Bobby liked me, and it was like, yeah, no fucking kidding, he liked you. England international. (laughs) Yeah. It's like he would take blame for games, and it'd be like, no, no, it's Yallop's fault. <laughs> it was always Yellow's fault. Yeah. <laughs> Terry couldn't do anything wrong. He even said he, you know, there, he, Bobby put these sayings up around the, you know, inspirational sayings. Kind of like, they're like, he's like, he's like Ted Lasso. I was like, well, kind of putting the signs up, I believe. Snoozing means losing. And all these different things. <laughs> <laughs> so Terry, Terry put some, his own thing up and he was taking the piss and he was like, put something up. I can't remember what he said it was. And Ferguson, Bobby Ferguson, was fuming until he found out it was Terry. He was like, oh, oh, it's okay. Losing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. means losing. That's amazing. amazing. Yeah, that's brilliant. So let's make a real effort to get both those guys on various times, can we? I think that'd be yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Russell Osmond was also in the best movie of all time, Escape to Victory. Was yeah. he? Oh, yes. Oh, my God. What great stories left about that. Stallone, man. Michael Caine, Rodney Marsh, right? Wasn't he on there in there as well? No, I don't think he was. Bobby Moore was in it. Okay. Uh, Kevin O'Callaghan from Ipswich Town, John Wark. Kevin Beatty was in it. He he played the double for uh, who was it? Michael Caine and Paul Cooper, the goalkeeper, played the double for Sylvester Stallone, who was the goalkeeper for. He's doing some heavy lifting. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So it's a great, they, great. It's a really good movie. Good, that'd be a fun segment. Reason, it's a Christmas movie. A fun segment. Um, if they remade Escape to Victory, let's 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 cast it with with modern actors slash footballers in kind of the same kind of comparison. Like Pele was there, right? Obviously, um, who would that be? Would it be Messi? It's Messi, the Pele character. Um, yeah. Who's going to be yeah. Michael Caine? Who's going to be John Walk? This kind. That'd be fun. We should think about that. Maybe you get the. Uh, Put it out there on social, get some suggestions. Hmm. I think there was a remake of the movie in 2000, 2021. Oh. I did, it was never heard, never saw it. Yeah, oh. I don't know anything about it. Other, I think there was a was a remake. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But uh, all right, I was well, that- I was looking it up because I was trying to think what uh, Russell's character was, and I think it was uh, Doug McClure was his name in the movie. Doug McClure. That's not a footballer's name, is it? Mm-mm. No, Sounds he was like a prisoner a of war for fuck's sake. Private detect- detective. 
<laughs> I haven't watched that movie probably for about 35 years. It's probably time. Ages. In a while. Yeah. It's a Christmas movie according to Craig, so Christmas is approaching. Oh, they'll be showing it on there, over there somewhere. Yeah. Okay, good. Good. Uh, okay, anyone else with anything? Wonga? <laughs> no, I, I was the one who brought up I was the one who brought up Craig. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, have a great weekend, everyone. We're back on uh, probably Sunday night, recapping yeah. the weekend action and uh, our parlays. All right. Until then, keep on newspapers and cheers for listening. Follow us on Twitter at footy underscore prime and on Instagram at footy prime IG. Dog my All right. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.